Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Hi, everybody. It's Tim Hagen, and welcome to another episode of Coaching Conversations podcast. And today we got a special guest, uh, Ben Murphy from Titus Talent Strategies. And as a lot of you have heard me over the last couple of years, I'm not the most professional guy in the world. So I might as well tell people I know Ben very well. I know their company very well. Yet this is going to be a really cool interview because Ben and his company are doing some of the most innovative things in the marketplace. So I hope this really captures your attention. Hey, Ben, how are you? Doing well, Tim. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Cool. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself and certainly your unique coaching background and uh, what Titus does. Absolutely. So Ben Murphy, Vice President, Titus Talent Strategies, um, kind of unique um, for the business world is for about 10 years prior to getting into the talent strategy space, I coached college athletics, um, was a defensive coach, um, and really focused on developing teams on the sports fields. Um, and then post that season of life in my, uh, in my life, um, I joined Titus about eight years ago. And um, Titus is a very unique talent strategy firm, um, heavy focus in the front end of helping companies understand how to design their seats in their business and helping them recruit people to those seats. Um, And then we have a whole team, what we call our talent optimization team, where we use different tools to really drive greater retention and greater performance um, with their people on the post hire, because that has to be a key cog in your talent strategy to um, use your people to the greatest asset in the organization. Yeah. And I think that it's so cool what your company does. And obviously you and I know each other well, and we, both our companies have helped each other out a lot. And obviously the pandemic hit both our companies in unique ways. How did you guys rebound so quickly? And what are some of the innovative things you did to really kind of use the pandemic to kind of launch out of it uh, very successfully? Yeah, we only had a couple of months of kind of downturn in some ways. And then um, it became very evident that Um, talent was going to be a huge issue for people um, during the pandemic on the front end of it. And so we kind of had a two-pronged attack. One was we had a massive increase in organizations across the United States that needed help attracting talent um, at all levels of their workforce. And so we use different strategies with our passive candidate recruiting strategies. That's really, really important. Um, not and also geofencing and other targeted marketing campaigns that we use to help them attract uh, talent to those needed openings. So that was one side of what we were doing um, in the COVID piece. And like for example, we've hired I believe about ninety people in our recruiting function um, this year alone. That's how many right. companies really appreciate our passive candidate strategies in this time of need. So that's been very exciting. Um, but on the flip side, there's been this whole great resignation. There's been all these people are leaving these organizations and this huge need um, had developed for how to how do we not only um, hire people, but how do we retain them? How do we build a culture that's going to create retention, but still maximize performance? And so we have this philosophy. We have what we really focus on is 
cost of driving a performance culture with a people first culture. Mm-hmm. Doing that and coaching our talent optimization teams, coach organizations on how to drive that type of uh, people strategy using different softwares and coaching um, conversations with their managers to really equip them to do that. Yeah. And you guys have also been one of the leading experts in the country uh, with predictive index. Share with our audience a little bit about your predictive index practice, how you use that as a tool, quite frankly, not just to run assessments, but you, you know, Titus uses it very strategically. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, hiring is not easy, right? And so (laughs) how can we use some science and look at some behavioral and cognitive data that's going to give us a greater likelihood of predicting the right person in the right seat we like to use that. So we partner with our, with our partners um, to use that in individual searches or in a broad base across their companies um, to increase that hiring success rate. If you do it right, you can increase it. It's, it's 58% predictive on the job performance, mm. where an unstructured interview is 6% predictive of, of performance. And so we really, not every manager and hiring person is runs a well-structured interview and is trained to be a great interviewer. So it's really nice to add that um, element and data point into the hiring process. Now, you hired people thinking they had these certain behavioral traits. Those behavioral traits that you hired for should carry over into your coaching conversations post-hire to not only maximize that person's performance in their individual role, but then they need to have the self-awareness of how their behavioral profile is impacting their role, their success, but also then the self-awareness and peer awareness of how it's impacting the team members around them to create the greatest team dynamic um, and empathetic dynamic needed. And so the predictive index allows us to do that in our, in our uh, talent optimization um, organ- people and our team can work with the organizations to really equip their people to do that well. You almost hit the road running really well. I mean, it must help organizations in terms of their onboarding strategy. Absolutely. I'm a huge believer that what you hire for is what you should manage off of and use those same things. We call it the head, the heart, and the briefcase. So the predictiveness yeah. gives us the head component of it. The heart gives us the cultural component, the values of the organization. You need to hire for values. You need to manage and coach around your company values. And then that briefcase is you hired for these accomplishments on the resume, the skills that they've demonstrated in the past. Well, then onboard and use the head in your onboarding, focus on the values in your onboarding and focus on that carryover of skill development to help that person be successful in their new role. And then that onboard, that hiring onboarding plan just continues. Yeah. And that person's uh, ramping up and being successful in their organization. Well, it's interesting too. Do you find with a lot of companies that when you gave the statistic about the 50 some percent with predictive index and then 6% with people who do interviews and don't structure them, do you get put into situations where companies feel like they have to have the right person because they've had a lot of past error rates and historical poor hiring decisions? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how you need to have a, you need to hire well, right? You need to plan around what you're hiring for. And again, it should carry over to how you're going to manage that person's plan for success. And 56% of executives fail in a job in the first 18 months. So if you're, if you don't have a plan for an executive, you're going to struggle, but how about all your mid-level and entry-level roles filtering down? And so we're so believe that your, your hiring plan should be this relatively the same plan, um, for post hire, and it should all all run together and make it more efficient. 
Interesting. Well, in addition to Predictive Index, you have launched a new platform, M4P, which I've had the privilege of seeing. Tell our audience a little bit about your plans with the platform, what it does, what does the future uh, not only hold for the platform, but for your clients that are on the platform? Absolutely. So there's a there's a component to what we're really trying to get accomplished again is we want these people that you're hiring, the people that have been in your business to be successful in their roles. We, we're big believers in defining what success looks like in their roles and then helping people with a playbook to be successful. Well, in that, in the system that we designed, that playbook, those same behavioral traits that we hired for, those same skills that were demonstrated in their resume and those same valued traits that we hired for are a part of that playbook that when their managers are having the coaching conversations that you emphasize, they have things to focus on in that playbook to drive the greatest likelihood of performance within their positions. We don't like to have organizations where they don't define their roles and people do a bunch of tasks and are drifting around instead of working towards things that really matter that are going to help them get traction and scale mm-hmm. in their business. And so really helping them organize um, their organizational chart, we call it the accountability chart in the system to do that. Uh, and so it's designed that way. But the thing that we really take pride, right, is you give them that, you give them that playbook per role, but then why do, you know, 75% of people leave due to their managers. So you have to create opportunities for managers and their employees to have greater communication, mm-hmm. sense of connection and clarity in what they're working on. And only 14.5% of managers know, know what to talk about and how to give feedback. Right. Right. It's what you do all the time, right? You're training managers on how to give feedback. What we're doing is we're, we're carrying over those hiring traits to, so they know what to give feedback on in their, co- in their coaching sessions, ultimately with that person. And then those managers, companies that are listening to your podcast need to focus on developing their managers to give that feedback well. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I coached college football for 10 years, right? If we're losing on the scoreboard, right? If we know what our performance goals are and we're losing, any good team is going to call time out and strategize and how can they win together? Yeah. And, and there should be a shared accountability amongst managers and employees that they're trying to win together in these goals and they have a playbook to do it. And now you have a mission-driven uh, business that has that cascading down throughout the steps in, your, in the levels of your business. And what's so cool is that's a great analogy with the football because, you know, I've coached volleyball. I mean, you don't just sit there and not call a timeout. And we hear the word audible all the time. And I think the one thing I loved about M4P, so correct me if I'm wrong, is not only are you developing a platform, but the platform is constructed to be in alignment with those hiring traits from one company to the next. So it's not a fixed platform. It's really retrofitted and customized to the client's specific needs. Purposely designed as a framework to match what you're looking for um, in that process. Now, I, I interact with organizations that are at different uh, steps in the journey to having a great kind of coaching and performance world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't all get to the ultimate pot of gold at, at the same rate based on where they're started. Right. So there's things that we designed in that system to increase communication and connection, even if you haven't really defined performance or playbooks yet. We're a big believer that, hey, people, you know, 94% of people want feedback when projects finish, mm. right? 
Well, we, we built it in there that in the second, in the moment, you can give feedback and notify that person or their manager on, hey, this person did an amazing thing on this project. I want to shout them out. Or, hey, there's a couple things we need to work on, but it can be real time. Yeah. So you're avoiding these recency biases when you get to an annual review or a semi-annual review. So we wanted to give that piece that's very different to the market um, and allow that to live in the system as well. And then the other part is, is pulse surveys. They're common, right? There's all sorts of pulse survey tools. Sure. But, the, but when you can attach it kind of in your, into your platform where everything else is connected, and maybe you're not having a weekly or monthly check-in with your employees, but you can automate it. Every week, these questions get uh, sent to their cell phone or sent to their email. Hey, do you need to talk about anything? You know, do we need to call timeout and check in on anything? What's going on here? That can be set up automated to increase communication and connection while making it easier for those people to live that culture um, while they're trying to get all their things done. Well, and you think about one thing that you didn't mention that just keeps ringing through my head is the accuracy of feedback. You know, we have the biannual annual review, but how often do we almost forget to give feedback when it's, you mentioned strength-based, you know, you're doing a great job here. We don't tend to do that. So if we don't have a tool to do that, we kind of let the work run us versus us run the work. And I love, that's one of the things I love about your platform. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. And I think one of the things like, you know, companies have a culture and they have values. Well, making progress or having a culture of progress has to be one of those. Having that growth mindset and giving feedback is a key element to develop. All these Mm -hmm. sports teams, every game they watch film and they give feedback on how they're doing and they get better week in and week out. Right. In businesses, if you don't create that culture of, you know, positive and constructive feedback, they can stagnate or they continue to make mistakes over and over again and don't learn in the moment quick enough. And at the rate at which business and the world runs today, you want to see those things, communicate those things and make improvements each and every day you can. And having that live and track and organize in a one-stop shop is part of doing that effectively. Well, and if you do that in alignment with the hiring traits, you almost simplify it. And I it's not the most intelligent term. You almost dummy proof it for managers because it's in alignment of their expectations versus them having to discover or create expectations. I 100%. I mean, I this is how we do it internally, right? We're, we right. only do things that we do ourselves with our clients. And it may, instantly makes me a better manager when I have that sitting right in front of me. Right. Not stuck in some SharePoint or some other thing, or never been designed. It's right in front of me. I'm one-to-one with my employee. I can work and talk through those things. And if we determine that there's maybe a couple other things that are more important in that development, let's edit those things and let's get the right plan in place. Um, yeah. Because I am, I am as a manager trying to win together with you as we're all trying to win as an organization. Yeah. So how do people learn about M4P? How do they get in touch with Titus? What's the best way for someone to really learn about this platform? And I would I would encourage our audience to reach out. I've actually seen the platform. So I've actually seen it in action. I would encourage people, if you're looking for a platform to develop your talent and make better hiring decisions and be in alignment with your hiring traits, check this platform out. But how does someone go about learning about this? Absolutely. You can go to m4p.app. Um, you know, this is a, you can use it on your computer, use it on your phone, um, m4p.app, and you can um, look at information there, request a demo if you'd like to have a strategy conversation on it. Or you could go to our TitusTalent.com website um, and you can uh, access that through that as well. And you can look at some of the pre-hire 
you know, recruiting and other things that we do for organizations. Awesome. Any last words you'd like to share with our audience? You know, I just think your culture has got to be your, a key point in your strategy. Yeah. And your culture is made up of the people that you hire, right? So you have to hire people that are aligned with your values. You have to continue to coach around those values, but it all has to be towards performing great as an organization and having really a, a linear game plan from start to finish with each employee is key to optimizing that. And it can be very confusing. You said it earlier, it's kind of like dummy proofing or simplifying. If you take five minutes up front, you'll get a grip on each role and then how Mm -hmm. your person in that role is applying to that role and creating greater likelihood of success faster, more efficiently when you use it, when you use this systematic approach. Awesome. Well, and I would encourage our audience to reach out to Titus, reach out to uh, Ben Murphy's on LinkedIn. Um, I've had the privilege of actually uh, being inside this company. We've done business with their company. We use some of their tools. They use our stuff. I would really encourage people to reach out and look at M4P and look at using their predictive index uh, hiring services. And some of the things they do is so innovative. Um, Every client that we've referred to them always ends up calling us and thanking us. So again, thanks for your time today, Ben. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Tim. Enjoy being on. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.